welcome back to Noah's Window. We're still in Ephesians chapter 5, and we're going to talk about something today that, that can be a little difficult. We kind of tried to set it up a little bit yesterday. We talked about our attitude of serving others, and we're going to talk about something today that has to do with family relationships, and it can be a little bit of a delicate balance because in both scenarios, we're going to talk about if both sides of the equation were doing what God has instructed them to do, it would just be smooth as silk. It would just be smooth as silk. But it's not very, um, what, what shall I say? It's very often not the case. Very often, one or the other isn't necessarily following God's leadership. And so it makes for a little bit of a bumpy road. And and we need to just have a uh, some instruction here from the Lord on how do we deal with that. So first of all, let's talk about the first scenario that Paul brings to us. Uh, he's talking about husbands and wives. And if you've done much uh, study on the different personalities or the different approaches, the different uh, psyches that are involved with a husband and a wife, you probably already know, there's some great material out there, that a husband needs to be respected and a wife needs to be loved. Now, not that they don't each need the other as well, but that's the primary need that God has wired in to each of them. If you haven't already looked at their materials, uh, there are some great materials by the Eckridge's called Love and Respect. In fact, I think they have a web page. There's just some great material out there that I think if you're in a marriage relationship, you would enjoy and would learn from. But love and respect is that balance between a husband and a wife. So here's what he says in verse 24. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. And again, time out again, we want to reiterate over and over, this is not talking about an abusive relationship. If your husband is abusing you, if he's physically assaulting you, if he is treating you in an uh, 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 injurious way, you need to get out of that relationship and you need to find help to do that. And there are people and places that can help you do that. So that's not what we're talking about here. It goes on to say in verse 25, for husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. So as you see what I'm talking about here, if if there is a husband who loves his wife like Christ loved the church, willing to even give up his life for her, she's going to naturally want to respond with respect. And while he's loving her with this tremendous love, she's going to respect him with this tremendous respect. And, and they're going to, it's going to feed each other. And it's going to make that relationship grow stronger and better. But what if one or the other isn't doing that, isn't doing their part. And that would be true of all human relationships at some point in time. Uh, so this is where we need to make allowances for each other's faults. Remember, we read that earlier in Ephesians. Um, so the, 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 I think, this is just my personal opinion from many years of experience, I think it's important uh, whenever we get off that track to get back on it as soon as possible and to make a course correction. Because when we're on that track, it's amazing how wonderful a relationship can be with the, the husband loving his wife, just like, and it goes on to say, in fact, a little further on in, in uh, verse 28, in the same way, he says, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. So if you have a man who loves his wife as much as he loves his own body, and men do love their own bodies, they wanna nourish it, take care of it, so when he's loving his wife in that way, she's going to want to respect him. But whenever we get off the track, we want to get back on. Here's the other challenge with these relationships is we can never fix the other person. 
And the more we can keep ourselves on track and in that balance, then the more likely that other person is to get back on track and be in that balance. So one of the problems we have, um, both husbands and wives, is we tend to be fixers, don't we? And it's just human nature to find the fault in the other person before we find it in ourselves. So what we need, I believe, is self-evaluation and then the course correction as much as possible in ourselves and then pray for our spouse. Pray for our spouse uh, that God will lead them and help them. If, if you're a wife who needs to follow her husband and she wants her husband to be following God, pray for God to give him wisdom. Pray for him to have his eyes open to that wisdom. So we want to do our part and we want to pray for our spouse and help them to uh, be on the right track as well. Part of our human nature is to point out the faults of the others, which only um, emphasizes it and magnifies it and uh, brings on defensiveness and all those things. So um, it, it's it's self-examination, self-correction, and prayer for our spouse and encouragement for our spouse, I think, that's going to be most effective. And then again, moving on to the beginning of chapter 6, we have another family relationship here. It's talking about children obeying your parents because you belong to the Lord for this is the right thing to do. She, he says in uh, verse 2, Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on the earth. But then he has an admonition for fathers. He said, Fathers, don't provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. So as we are, are given instruction and discipline from the Lord in love and grace and mercy, that is the way God is instructing fathers and mothers to love and discipline their children. So that goes back to that balance. Children are, need to obey and respect their, their their parents, but parents need to treat their children with respect and love and mercy the, the way that the Lord treats us as His children. So again, we have that balancing act. And um, it, it there is so much blessing to enjoy when we do get into God's patterns because He's made these patterns that will bring us abundant life, abundant joy, and um, the satisfaction that comes from living in God's will. So I hope that we can just think about that and talk about that in our own hearts and minds and pray about that today in this uh, delicate balance of loving and respecting, uh, following God's example toward us. Let's have a word of prayer this morning. Father, thank you so much for your mercy and your grace to us as your children, as your family. And I pray that you'd help us, Lord, as we examine this passage, that we could also follow your example and demonstrate love and respect and mercy and grace to those close family relationships, those closest ones, Lord, our, our relationship with our spouse, our relationship with our children, with our parents. Help us, Lord, to consider how you have loved us as we approach those relationships in our own life. And I pray that you would give us grace and wisdom as we do that. Thank you for all you've done for us, Father. And thank you for all that you're going to do. Please bless each one that's watching and listening today. I pray that you would just guide us in our steps as we're living our life today. Bring that encouragement and that peace and comfort that we need. Give us wisdom and give us answers as we face so many questions of the day. Thank you for loving us, Father. Thank you for all the things that you do for us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope that you have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. God bless.